All right, everybody, welcome back to episode number four of New Wave Media. My name is George Padilla, your host, and I'm here with our co-host, Elijah. What's up, y'all? How's it been going, man? It's been a while since we've been on the podcast. Yeah, it's been about a week. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> a while for me. It's a, hey, man, it feels like a long time. It definitely is a long time. Um, things are going good, man. Um, staying busy? Staying busy? Yeah, man. Last time... Um, the last time we podcasted, we talked about like some weddings and stuff coming up for both of us yeah. and shoots. And uh, and you had your first wedding of the, like the like the first yeah. official wedding of the season. So technically, this is my third wedding of the year, Doesn't but count. it's my first wedding that kicks off the wedding season. Yeah. And, How'd it go? Um, Tell us about it, dude. You know what? It went really, really well. So I photographed their engagement back in like October of last year, and then finally their wedding came up mm-hmm. uh, April 29th, Saturday. And it was at Lakeside Gardens in Portland, Oregon. Mm. Um, and dude, fantastical kind of day. Fantastical. The lighting was amazing. Yeah. The scenery was great. Yeah. Um, the couple was awesome. And the guests, every one of them was just fun to hang out with. Cool. Um, I got there around 4 p.m. We did, uh, the videographer and I did a couple drone shots, uh, went around, just got some detailed stuff. And we didn't really start actually shooting until about 5 p.m. Okay. Um, and then the day just kind of went pretty smooth from there. Like, we had the reception, um, or sorry, the ceremony at, I want to say, was it 6.30? So, by the time it was 7, going into 7.30, mm-hmm. it was like golden hour. Oh, It was baby. beautiful. Man, those photos it, were so that's great. When, it's that when you did their formals? Yeah. And one thing that I really liked is the fact that they were like very very 100% open to like me guiding them yeah through their wedding for example like right now is the perfect time we're gonna skip family photos but we're gonna do this instead because uh-huh. this is why and they're like great let's do it cool and I just had control like full control over what happened yeah uh, fo- photography wise like yeah, I'm yeah, obviously yeah. I'm not gonna be like oh don't get married here instead get married like I'm not gonna do all that so uh, that actually brings up an interesting um an interesting question for you in your experience in wedding photography, do you feel that you are given like a, a do you feel like you're consistently given like a level of control around the timeline in a wedding day? Because the reason I ask and for anybody who may be getting married or anybody who may be involved in wedding planning mm-hmm. as a photographer. Yeah. It feels like um, the photographer should really have a big part in planning that timeline because at the end of the day like the day is going to be what the day is going to be yeah it's going to be a good time or it's going to be a horrible time whatever it is usually it's a good time yeah but at the end of the day what you're going to remember that day with is those photos like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day the wedding photographer is one of the most important people that's in that room and the timeline and the you know making sure that the photographer gets the opportunity to give input to create the best photos possible, mm-hmm. I think personally, I think is very important. Yeah. And so how do you, do you feel like, um, you get enough control in that department when you, uh, when you're working with your clients? So here's kind of how I see it. Um, I would love to have a lot of control over, oh, oh, let me, let me break this down. Okay. Break it down. For when me, it comes down to the couple, creating a timeline or the um, wedding planner creating a timeline. Usually I don't involve myself with creating a timeline. However, 
I always say like I would love to give my input once the timeline is ready. Right. And like 90% of the time they'll send it to me. I give input and mm-hmm. they'll ch- make some changes. Cool. However, I'm usually pretty open about the timeline. Whatever timeline you have, um, I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. However, yeah. I've said however many times already. However. Anyways, so when the day comes and the timeline is there and we're following the timeline, mm-hmm. then I want to have the creative control based on the timeline, but I want to have the creative control with locations. Okay. Suggestions on the day because i can i can just say like hey seven o'clock's a great time let's do photos but right. like seven thirty was golden hour so do you like, ever get any pushback there like in terms of uh creative control over like location and, and that kind of thing do you ever get um, pushback you know what i do get pushback but not from the couple i've only from ever always, no i've only ever gotten pushback from the parents oh god or like a cousin or aunt, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody who thinks that they've got the golden. It, it's ideas. like, hey, these flowers over here look great, and like, yeah, you're right, but like right now the sun is beaming down directly on them. So right. like, how about we instead go over here where the shade is at? Yeah, and these will be better. Plus, there's green backdrop, and the, and like when that happens, the way I, I handle that is like, hey, that's a great idea. Let me take some photos here first Mm -hmm. and then we'll go there. Okay. And I do that because one, I get to get what I want. And then two, I'll get what they want. But then when they get what they want, I show them in the back of the camera. I'm like, hey, this is how they're turning out here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, just so you know, it's not going to be a good fit or whatever. Right, right. But after I've already gotten what I wanted. Okay. Okay. It usually works out. I don't think I've ever gotten pushed back that way. Okay. So you would say that you get... You get a level of control that you're comfortable with more often than not. Correct. Cool. That's awesome. How, what happens with you? Like, what, what have you, you know, how do you handle that or, or how um, much? I would say that I'm pretty similar. Um, you know, I will usually wait until I'm presented with a timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> oftentimes I have, uh, I have clients that will ask me like, hey, when's the best time to do family photos when's the best time to do our formal photos Mm -hmm. um should we do a first look what are your thoughts on a first look yeah what are your thoughts on a first look actually from a from from, not from a um like a symbolic perspective but from mm -hmm. a time-based like photography based standpoint what is your for those for those who may not know um a first look at a wedding um there's kind of two ways you can do it either the bride and groom can see each other for the first time as they walk down the aisle, mm-hmm. as the bride walks down the aisle, because the groom generally is up there first. Yeah. Um, or they can do a first look before the ceremony where they see each other and they, you know, generally it's a pretty emotional yeah, moment. Um, they'll see each other, they'll cry, they'll laugh, they'll interact, and it's kind of a, a big moment. Um, and so for those who don't know, that's what a first look is. So what is your opinion? Do you, from a photographic standpoint, do you think that a first look is best? Yeah. So in my opinion, I think that first looks are 90% there. Like I want them 90% of the time Yeah. based on location. Okay. Um, 90% of the time it always happens and I want it to happen. But the way that I do it is like, I, I love first looks. I like getting that moment, you yeah. know, the groom turns around, looks at the, you know, 
soon to be wife mm-hmm. and they're, they're very emotional moments like yeah huge a, a good 70 to 80 percent of the grooms will fucking cry yeah 100 percent. i don't know why i just cussed <laughs> <laughs> watch your mouth george the, it's they a family will, podcast they will just cry yeah and it's awesome yeah however i really also like getting them coming down the aisle the There's, way the way that i do it is i'm always in front where the groom is at looking down the aisle when mm. the bride comes down that's interesting. Then, as the bride gets close to the end of where the people are sitting, mm-hmm. I will run my ass to the end and shoot through the crowd behind the bride uh-huh. where the groom is literally between the bride and whoever's walking her down the aisle. Okay. I have many photos like that. Interesting. My favorite, favorite, favorite photos to get is you'll see... The crowd, like out of focus, uh-huh. the bride out of focus in the middle. Yeah. So the foreground, the middle is the bride mm-hmm. next to the um, dad or grandpa, whoever it is. And then in focus is the groom. Okay. In between the two people walking down the aisle. Yeah. And like 99% of the time. It's crying. It's either crying, uh-huh. emotional, a weird face, like happy, like right, right, right. something that you're not expected to capture. Interesting. And that's my favorite <clears throat> to capture. So. I- I, I um, cover that a little bit differently, but I also like to go for like a similar shot. I, I generally... I actually have a video on my YouTube that I want to show you later. Yeah, I'm sure you've already seen Perhaps it. Perhaps we can link it in the show notes. I'll link it down below. It's a little quick short. It's okay. a YouTube short that I put on my other channel, but mm-hmm. it's, it's literally me behind the scenes on a GoPro on uh-huh. top of my camera. And I'm taking, snapping, snapping, snapping. Boom. Go to the front. She's walking down the aisle. And then, boom, as soon as she hits the corner, I go to the back and shoot in between, and I capture him with his emotions. And this gotcha. was even after the first look. That's cool. that's awesome. And it happens so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's, it's a, uh, that moment where you can capture the groom seeing his bride walking down the aisle is, I think, I think it's an underrated shot. Absolutely. I think that a lot of people really, really, really focus on the bride when she's walking down the, the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of I kind of split the difference. So I will generally hang out in the aisle mm-hmm. or around the aisle during the beginning of a ceremony. Yeah. If, if I'm the only shooter, mm-hmm. I'll be kind of in the center. I'll hang out at the front kind of like you were talking about. But when I know that the bride is coming, I move to the back. I shoot her as she comes in the door or around the corner or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. as she is revealed to the crowd, I shoot her. Mm-hmm. And then basically I will stay kind of at the back of, um, I will stay kind of at her back. And my objective is to get over her shoulder mm-hmm. right as the groom sees her. Mm, okay. And I get that shot. I get kind of that, like you see kind of like the silhouette of her head on the edge of the frame. Oh, yeah, And then yeah, you yeah. see the groom over her shoulder. Interesting. Super yeah. emotional. I have a couple shots that so I can show I, you. I guess we have a similar... <clears throat> it's 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 same, same, but different. It's same, same, but different, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I like to get whoever's walking down the aisle with them. Right. And it, so the groom is like in between them. Yeah, and that's a cool way to frame it, too. It's a, it's a yeah. frame, frame within a frame. Exactly. Hey. And that's why I do it, because it's like it creates like this out-of-focus people. Right bringing in the you know the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. groom in there so. do you know what i'm kind of excited about while we're on the topic of wedding photography yeah what's up we have two weddings this year this summer two weddings two yeah. weddings that we're shooting together i'm second shooting for you to be specific. yeah that's true um 
that's exciting. That is exciting. We've only ever done that one other time, but it wasn't really it a was second for, shooting. It was capturely. Yeah, it was for a third party. Well, and this is too. This is for um, Lily and Lime. Oh, correct. Yeah. yeah. So I'm your second shooter for two Lily and Lime. Oh, wait, no, no. Um, Sound Originals Sound Originals. And Lily and it's Lime. not yeah. Lily and Lime. I'm oh, the lead for, shooter. For those of you out there that don't know, like 90% of the weddings, let, let me rephrase that. So 100% of the weddings we do, that makes no sense. <laughs> I'm, what I'm are trying you to, trying I'm, to say? I'm trying to figure out like. Okay. I think I know what you might be trying to say. A, a percentage of the weddings that we shoot every year, mm-hmm. we shoot for a contracting company. Correct. Basically, like you can go to, there, there are a bunch of services. If you're a photographer, this, this might be something that you need to know. There's a bunch of services that you can go to and sign up as a photographer um, and basically people will go to them and be like, I need a wedding photographer. And then they yeah. will outsource it to you. Exactly. But they pay you their rate. Yeah. It's generally it's, an hourly rate. Exactly. Um, you don't do any editing and it, it's, Straight it's upload and I mean, it's, it's turn and burn. It, it, it is, it is. It, these are 100%. not your clients. No. These are not your, you don't represent yourself. You represent another company. You're a contractor. Exactly. exactly. You are representing so a like, different company. We have like 80, 90% of our weddings that are our own. And then there's like that 10, 15% of other yeah. weddings. For, for me, you know, honestly, just for the sake of transparency, this year, 90% of my weddings, I'm a contractor. I have a few of my own this year, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm super excited for that. I booked one today. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a client, in fact, the last episode. Um, that we dropped. Yeah. Um, I was on the next thing I had after that episode yeah. was a meeting with um, a potential wedding client. A client, and she uh, she and signed her contract and paid her deposit. You were here for that meeting right before we recorded. It was right after we recorded. Oh, it was after. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. yeah, we were talking because in the last episode, I'm talking about hey, today I have a meeting. Oh, at three that's o'clock. right. That's right. Yeah. Right. So we finished that episode, and then like an hour later, I had that meeting or something like that. Um. And uh, that meeting went super well. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up, she was she was originally thinking she was going to do a six-hour package. Mm-hmm. She ended up booking an eight-hour package, which is awesome. That's a big upgrade for, in my pricing structure, that's a great mm-hmm. upgrade that works really well for me. Um, <clears throat> I was a little bit flexible with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, normally in a six-hour or an eight-hour or ten-hour package, that's like wedding coverage period. Mm-hmm. But their wedding structure is a little bit weird. Um, so I actually, here I go again. Always. I'm going to let you bro, finish. Shout out to my mom because um, my mom was. <laughs> Why telling, is he always my interrupting? Mom, <laughs> my mom was like, bro, George interrupts you way too much. I know. I'm so sorry. It's go okay. ahead. Um, it's a, no, it's okay. What were you going to say? Well, because I, I have this thing in my head that if I can't say it right now, I'm going to forget it. Yeah, it's ADHD. It's undiagnosed <laughs> ADHD, George. <laughs> I'm calling it out right now. That is your undiagnosed ADHD. Um, So I was going to say like, um, damn, what was I going to say? I don't know. What were we talking about? Bro. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go on with what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I forgot. So their wedding structure, this. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, cool. What were you going to say? Here we go. go. Um, I feel bad for interrupting. It's just. Tell me what you're going to say. <laughs> okay. So my glasses are fogging up because I'm getting nervous. Bro, this guy. So um, I literally forgot. I seriously. I actually. Just go. Just go. Just this go. is the worst episode we've ever It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. I just have that um, ADHD that's okay. diagnosed. Okay. So their wedding structure mm-hmm. is a little bit. 
is a little bit different. Um, where basically they booked an eight hour package, but they have a three hour ceremony and a three hour reception. Mm-hmm. Well, a three hour ceremony and like a three hour cocktail hour type of thing. And then we're going to that it's way out in the gorge. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take a break. We're going to drive back to Portland. And then they have like, like a, they're going to have like two hours of coverage at their reception, which they're doing in the community room at this like high rise apartment that they live in, mm-hmm. um, in the South waterfront of port downtown Portland. That's going to be so nice. It's going to be really cool. Um, <clears throat> and so I basically, what I did is I get, I quoted them for an eight hour package mm-hmm. and I was like, look, we'll do seven hours of coverage. Which includes my hour of travel from Cascade Locks back to Portland. Yeah. And then I'll do, um, or no, it doesn't include that. I'm just kidding. We'll do six hours of coverage there. And mm-hmm. then I'll do two hours of coverage at the community room and I'll handle the, the travel. That's not a big deal. Yeah. So it's like, a. I think for me, for my pricing structure, if I remember correctly, it's about a $500 upgrade to go from six hours to eight hours. Mm-hmm. And that $500 is part of that is going to be spent traveling. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked. That's I'm, awesome. I'm like big, yeah. really stoked on that. I've done that in the past. I, I, so actually, one of the weddings that you're um, covering for me mm-hmm. is, uh, which is the Tuesday client right. that we're going to go look at the venue with, mm-hmm. um, they only got a five-hour package. So I don't do five hours. I do six, eight, or ten. Right, but you also do a la carte. But I also do a la carte, which is super cool because mm-hmm. they were able to pick and choose whatever they wanted and whatnot. And so they did five hours... But then they were like, they messaged me and they were like, hey, can we only do four hours instead and then like pay you for the one hour to do our engagement session? Mm -hmm. And then like the price difference Mm -hmm. from a, you know, from a financial, like it makes more sense. One, I get paid more if it's just a five or a six hour session. Sure. But I was like, hey, why don't you just do the five hour session? Um, But... I'll just take one hour away and then put it towards your engagement. And then I won't even charge you for travel wherever it is. Like, you know, I just wanted to fluff it up because right. I wanted them to pay the the better pricing because one, it benefits me, but also right. they get kind of a little bit of extra a better stuff. Rate. You know? Yeah. So, um, that, that's what I did. Cool. I, I was like, Hey, she got the five hour package. I was like, perfect. In the contract, in the um, description, I said, Hey, four hours is going towards your wedding. And one of those hours is going to your engagement. Okay. And we didn't even end up traveling anywhere far. It was actually just down the street um, at the waterfront in Milwaukee. So. Oh, like, that's where it's at. No, 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 not the wedding. Oh, but for their the engagement. engagement. Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, their wedding's not too far from here either. Cool. It's like a seven-minute drive from here. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Um, and I'm shooting that one for you. You are shooting that one for me. I, wow, what I, a, what a lot of. So, so here's the thing. I double booked. I shouldn't have, but I did. And then I was like, well kind of makes sense for me because I'm like, one, I want you to get paid. Sure. I want to bring you and anyone else along, but I'd rather pay people that I know. Mm-hmm. Two, I also get paid. Yeah. And three, you don't have to edit. You just upload it and that's it. Boom, you're, you're out. Yeah. And the rate's better than most, you know, third-party it's way, companies it's way better than a lot so of those third like, parties. Yeah. yeah. One, we all get to eat. Yeah. But... I also get paid because I have to do all the editing right, and right, like right. do all that other stuff, yeah. communication and all that. So like, eh. Yeah. Well, cool. And I hope you do the same. Like, you know, if you ever double book. I'm absolutely. Hey, you got it. You got never, a photographer I'm here. I'm never going to hire you. 
Sweet. I would never do that. <laughs> so you then you'll get a four star rating with Canon products. Exactly. I don't want to hire you because <laughs> I'll get lackluster reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just joking. Anyway, um, well, cool. I'm excited to hear that um, your first wedding went really well. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited that yours is coming up. Uh, that kicks off the wedding season. Too, yeah, this my first my first wedding of the season is this Saturday at a at a venue that I have wanted to shoot at. For years, dude. What is this venue? Again? It is the Empress Estate, which I believe you said oh, you've yeah, shot. Oh yeah, I've been there. there. Yeah, there's like yeah, a mansion, the mansion. there, but That's you don't like, actually go in the mansion, right? But the the outdoor shots of the mansion and in the yeah, gates, yeah, you'll and all get that, those for sure. That is what everybody wants to shoot that venue for, yeah. and I've seen so many amazing weddings shot there. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that, so I had a meeting today with the. Um, so I'm a second photographer on that one, mm-hmm. um, and I had a meeting today with the lead photographer. The lead videographer, the planner, and somebody from the company that I'm shooting yeah, for. I, I know um, exactly who. So, so the lady with the glasses was the wedding planner. Yeah, her name's Sarah. Yeah, Sarah was. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I had that meeting with them today, and none of them had even heard of this venue. And I told them a little bit about it during that during that uh, yeah. during that meeting, and everybody was like, "Holy shit, this is going to be beautiful! I can't wait to see these pictures." Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Um, it's a pretty standard eight-hour wedding. They don't really care about details. They don't really care about... Oh, any, interesting. Yeah, they're just like, we just want pictures. Are they like older couple? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay. I don't know their ages. Um, it is a Jewish wedding. Okay. Um, I've never shot a Jewish wedding, so they're going to be doing some traditional Jewish mm-hmm. stuff in that wedding, which is going to be you know exciting. They, yeah. It's a, like the chair dance and the, oh, the yeah. plate smash. They're fun, and, dude. I think I've Jewish a, weddings are fun. Um, yeah. There's some Russian weddings I've done that were like probably the best of the best like really those never dude, they money. know how to party you want to know some real shit though yeah what's up black weddings mm-hmm. are fucking lit <laughs> they get crazy oh bro I mean, they're I've, so I've done, much um, fun so much fun I, I don't know if i've done too many okay well but well, clearly we know where your clientele uh, is no i'm just no, no. i'm joking I'm so i did a i did a like a nigerian wedding oh that's cool and they had uh well which we'll get to the topic of this because i i love trying new foods from different cultures oh. and that was one of the foods i got to try last year mm. that i've never in my life have tried and you also love posting pictures of your and i do Instagram. and it's in there like i just gotta go to my archives you know okay. well, sure, but sure. um it's it's uh it's I want to say it's like almost like Mexican food, mm-hmm. but it's mushier in a way. Whoa. And it's, it's really like soft, fucking good. It's like soft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And it's like um, very similar food styles. Like um, like their mashed potatoes that they made, mm-hmm. they're very similar to like the Mexican style like food that we make. Uh-huh. It, it's hard to explain. Yeah. But it's just like. So oh, they they dude. served Nigerian food at this yeah. wedding. That's really cool. And then they had like a little section for like invitees that didn't want to try that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ah, I'm not going to have the chicken. Like, I'm going to go over there. Like, this is homemade. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian awesome. food is good, too. Indian food is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyways, cool. I, I, I deviated from what you were saying, but. That's okay. <laughs> I do that a lot. I want you to talk to me a little bit about... Uh, Do's and don'ts. Do's you know? and don'ts. Um, basically, like, what kind of stuff happens at weddings? Do's and don'ts. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go for it. What kind of stuff happens to you in wedding? Like, okay, not even. Oh, let me back up. 
as a vendor, mm-hmm. as a as the hired help at a wedding, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen for us mm-hmm. um, that can either make our experience really good or make our experience a little bit more challenging, which ultimately kind of affects how effective, like how how well we can do our job, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, what kind of stuff do you have you run into? that has made your job harder and what Mm -hmm. kind of stuff have you run into that has really made your experience 10 out of 10? Yeah. So I would say a couple of the things that really, I'm going to start with the don'ts. Yes. Like a couple of the things that I don't like happening when I'm um, at the wedding day and I'm going through about my day and, you know, trying to do my job there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don'ts are, Telling me or telling the photographers how to do their job. Right. And like, what do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is like, if I'm photographing a couple um, in this area, there's a reason why I'm doing that. It's either the shade, the sun, you know, like whatever it is, this looks better in a composition based off of what I think is the best. Right. However, there's the mom, the aunt, you know. The uncles that are like, hey, can you go take a photo in here instead? This is going to look a lot better. Yeah. And it's like a bush with like <laughs> beaming sun down and like two roses. Right. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I said earlier, um, I'd love to do that. Let me get this shot first and then I'll go there. Yeah. Just to get that out of their brain is, that I did what they wanted. It is so next level customer service of you to even appease them in that way. You well... Know? I, mean, I, I do that because I want to be respectful for my bride and groom's family. Sure. And when they're in front and they are seeing what's happening, yeah. I would do that. Okay. But if I'm like in the venue and the couple is having their first dance mm-hmm. and then like a, you know, mama and papa or like grandpa and tells me, he's like, hey, you need to go there and do this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And like, I literally will go the opposite way <laughs> on go, purpose. And go do your thing. And do my thing. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's what I want to capture based on what I think is going to look best. Right. Because that's what they hired us for a reason. Yeah, that's what we're there for. And mom and dad don't know why they hired us. They right. just hired us because they think they know what they're doing. Right. And uh, so, so that being said, that's definitely a don't. Okay. Um, a lot. Uh, I do not Photoshop people. I will not make you look skinnier. Yeah. I will not. You know. Like, yes, there's some exceptions like, hey, you know what? Like I fell, I have a little bruise or like a cut on my sure, cheek. Sure, yeah. Easy, Temp- of course. Temporary, that, that's kind of my rule of thumb is if it's a temporary blemish, like yeah. a scratch or, um, you know, a bruise or a pimple even. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like, sure. Like, I, I'll retouch I that. I mean, how long does that really but take us, you know? Man, what, what would you say the like amount of times you hear, <laughs> you could make me look skinnier, right? You can make me look skinnier, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, no. And, and I, I'm just like, like, like I laugh it off. Yeah, I laugh like, it off too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and then if they really keep pushing it, I'm like, well, I, I'm not a, uh, I, I'm not a retoucher. Right. I'm just uh, sorry. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. I don't manipulate photos. I'm just retouching right. the colors. Right, is what right. I say. Yeah, colors, exposure, and small blemishes. Exactly. And um, I'm like, yeah, I don't re. Um, sorry, I don't manipulate the photos. Yeah. Um, I could. You know, I can look into that, but I'm not. That's going such to. a tough one, too, man, because you know that that comes from like that comes from a place of insecurity. Mm-hmm. You know, like they want they know that there's a part of their 
look yeah that they don't like and mm-hmm. they want you to be able to fix it and like to an extent like we can you know through posing through direction mm-hmm. we can mitigate some of that yeah but like i'm not going to i'm not going to warp your body yeah i'm not, I, I'm not sure where that i mean I know where I feel like I know where that comes from. That comes from like Instagram filters and all that. Absolutely. And like a lot of the people think we do filters, right. but we don't do filters. Yeah. We do like it, it's deeper than that. Yeah. It may look like a filter. Yeah. It's not like we manipulate shadows exclusively, highlights. Mm-hmm. We do the exposure. Like we, change we don't just colors. put a filter on top of the entire image. Right. We go to specific right. parts of the image. It, and it's funny to think that some people believe that what we're doing. Like, I mean, uh, and I think uh, some of it is like preset culture. Mm-hmm. Like a preset is kind of like a filter. Um like very in very basic terms it's kind of like a filter but there's so much more when you're at a certain level yeah there's so much more to a preset than just click it and move on yeah exactly instagram you post a story you can swipe through all of these different filters and those filters make your photo look a certain way Mm -hmm. but the way that editing works for us it's like you click a preset if you use presets, and mm-hmm. a lot of people do, and that's totally cool. If you use a preset, you click it, and it's not just a one click, you're good to go most yeah. of the time. It'll like, it'll get you in that general direction. Right. And then from there, you'll manipulate the shadows and be like, hey, this preset worked great, but the shadows need to be lifted, right. lowered. Right. And then I might need to go with the highlights and this and that. Exactly. And then like that's like your base. Like the preset exactly. gets you where you need to go. But then you manipulate it exactly. from there. So for me, the way that like my workflow is kind of built out, I have a preset that I have built mm-hmm. based off of my camera mm-hmm. and the way that I tend to expose images. And my preset will do, I, I have exposure, or no, exposure is not in it. I have highlights, shadows, mm-hmm. whites, blacks, all manipulated in my preset. And then... I have a whole bunch of stuff that I've done with the tone curve in my preset. Mm -hmm. And I will apply that to pretty much... My preset kind of defines my style. Yeah. And and so your style is your starting point. That's what a preset is. It's a starting point. It's stylistic. It is totally Mm -hmm. like, I want my image to look this particular way at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But I apply that preset and then I have to tweak. It's I mean, sometimes... An image is exposed in such a way that I can click that preset and I'm like, cool, that's good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, 90% of the photos, I apply the preset across the board. Yeah. And then I make alterations after mm-hmm. that. And that's great because it helps us efficiency wise as photographers. It helps us get through the, the thousand images that we do in an eight hour wedding. Yeah. You know, a 10 hour wedding, 12, 15. And that's images. not all the photos you shot that's the cold images exactly that's the images that you picked that were the best i mean in an eight hour day we might shoot two three thousand images, images yep and we'll deliver you know i don't know what you deliver I, out of an eight hour day eight to ten hour day i'll deliver somewhere between 800 and 1200 images i say 1200 is the average when i deliver yeah. with it's eight plus hours yeah yeah, yeah. so and and you know it just depends it depends yeah. on how much you shoot wherever you are right like you don't want to send them a shit ton of duplicates but you know but anyway yeah i'll just kind of blanket apply this style Mm -hmm. and then go through and make sure exposure is on point shadows are on point highlights are on point whites are on point yeah um 
And blacks are on point. I wanted to, uh, with the same topic of do's and don'ts, there's one thing that I want to also mention. If you're, if you're a couple, if you're, um, you know, looking to hire photographers, videographers, any creative to get your wedding to where you need it to be, a really, really big don't is, and here's the thing. In my contract, I have that I will eat right after the bride and groom. Right. Reason being is because when the bride and groom are done eating, usually they go into toasts or mm-hmm. they get up and they start saying hi to everybody. Right. And we want to be there to take those photos. 100%. But I just had this conversation with Eric, the uh, videographer you're going to be with um, mm. this weekend. On Saturday, yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about it and I was like, hey, what are your thoughts on this, this and that? And then he was like, hey, man. What are your thoughts on when we are supposed to eat last? Vendors eat last. I'm right. like, well, here's my opinion. Vendors, specifically photo video, mm-hmm. need to eat first. Agreed. Because when we eat last, we're about to start eating when everybody else is done eating. Right. And then toast start. Right. Bouquet toss, cake cutting, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that is about to start. Yeah. And we're going to miss it. And then we will miss our lunch or mm-hmm. dinner because we cannot go there while we're eating. So it's like, well, we need to stop eating and go get what we need to get hired for. And any photographer, any creative, their instinct is going to be, well, fuck, fuck me. Like, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to cover this. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to make sure that this is covered. I'll eat later. And then there's never, there's no time to eat later. It is rapid. Once the bride and groom have eaten, it is rapid fire through the rest of the Exactly. And so like, if we don't eat, they'll take our plate away. Yeah. They think we're done and we're not. Right. So, like, this is a true story. This happened last weekend. Okay. And uh, Eric was there. And it's funny because as soon as the bride and groom, they usually prepare their food and they take it to them. And then I saw that and there was a buffet thing. And then I told the um, videographer, Eric, I was like, hey, are you going to eat? And he said, yeah, man. I was like, all right, cool. And I immediately put my stuff away. He put his stuff away. And then I went to the buffet. And then just... Just to be nice, I was like, hey, is this like a buffet style or like do they serve us uh-huh. to the lady? And then she looked at us and she's like, oh, you're a vendor. Um, you have to wait for your table and you have to go to last. I was like, oh, okay, no worries. I immediately went to grab my plate and I started putting food on there. <laughs> I did not give a one fuck about what the fuck she had to say because at the end of the day. This is my the planner? Client, yeah. The no, planner. no, no, not the planner. Sorry. The people in charge of the booth or uh, the, the buffet. Catering. Okay. The catering. And then I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Got my plate. Yeah. Ga- I literally grabbed another plate and gave it to Eric. Nice. To symbolize or like let him know like we're fucking going right now. Uh-huh. And I didn't give a one fuck about what the fuck she had to say. And I went through it all. Nice. And then as I was passing through her, I was like, oh, thank you so much. And like just to being just being a dick. <laughs> because at the end of the day, my couple knows that they've been told this Right. Prior yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah. We're going to eat right after. That's part of your console. You know? That's one of the things and you that's talk the thing. about in the beginning. Vendors think we need to go last. Yeah. And they have no idea about the contract. Right. And that's okay. They don't have to know. They don't need to know. Yeah. But we just all assume like, oh, because you're working like, hey, wait to the end so everybody gets to eat. Like, right. You're right, but not right now. Yeah. And it, I just go. In my contract, I have it set up that um, it, there's two options. Either I eat when the bride and groom eat mm-hmm. so that I am on the same schedule as them because that is how we should be. Exactly. Or when they eat, I take an hour and I go eat on the clock. 
Those yeah. are the two options. And that's exactly 99. what 99.999% of the time, I eat when they eat. Exactly. I On my contract, my wording says something like, um, hey, are you going to eat? Or sorry, we're going to eat as soon as the bride and groom eats. Yeah. Um, if not, we're allocated to have one hour yep. um, during the, you know, the wedding. Right. On the clock. On the clock to go buy our own lunch, mm-hmm. eat, and then come back. Yeah. My contract basically says the same thing. But the other thing that it says is that I have the right to invoice them for the meal that I do go eat during that time. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's something I need to add to mine. That is something you should add to yours because that is time that you're on the clock in an eight hour day. Anywhere else that you go, any job yeah. that you're in. I mean, it's an unpaid half hour yeah. in most jobs, but we're contractors. Exactly. And we're providing a premium service. We're, pro- we're, we're providing a luxury service. Exactly. And they're going to want us to be in the best shape we can be in to make sure that they get exactly. the best photos that I agree. they can get. So that, that's actually something I need to add in my uh, contract. So thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. So, um, okay. So we've gone through some do's and don'ts. Do you have any other examples, any other things you can think of? Um, I, I, honestly, those are really the big those ones. Those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. Yeah. There, there's some like minor things, but it's right. like, eh, at the end of the day, like it's your wedding. And yeah. I tell my, my clients that I'm like, Hey, we don't have to do golden hour photos right now. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're happy with what you've seen behind the camera and you're okay with it, then we don't have to like, I don't want to take them away from a family moment just because I want photos. Right. I let them decide. Right. But yeah. Well, so Okay, so we've talked about some like shit that we don't like. Mm-hmm. What about things that your clients have done that have really made you feel kind of special? Whether that be yeah. a gift, whether mm-hmm. that be a gesture, whether that be a, a certain review that you've got, anything mm-hmm. like that. What um, in your career has, you know, maybe what's your number one memory of something a client has done for you that's made you feel special? I think... Um one of the things that has made me feel special and this goes across all my weddings is when the couple just lets me have my creative freedom. Yeah. Like if I don't want to go and shoot behind this building because everybody thinks it looks great, Mm -hmm. I don't have to go behind the building and shoot that. You know what I mean? Right. When the couple gives me the creative freedom to do that. Yeah. And because that makes you feel trusted. It makes me feel trusted. Yeah. And I, I, I always hear it. It's like, well, you're, you know, Hey, you're the professional, right? Whatever you want. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, that, that's the biggest gift in my opinion. Um, and then from that, there does like, there is some luxurious, uh, things that come from that. Right. For example, like, Hey, uh, I got the creative freedom I wanted. And not only that, but like they gave me anything I wanted to eat. Yeah. They gave me extra stuff <laughs> yeah. to eat and you're, take man, home a, a gift. Like, about all this, that like, is, yeah. Bro, there's nothing better. There's not, and I will say this to the client. I will say this to any client that might be listening, any potential client that might be mm-hmm. listening. Anybody that isn't even a client but is going to have a wedding and chooses somebody other than myself or George, one of the best things that you can do for your vendors is send them home with food. Exactly. A, a, a fucking doggy bag full of whatever the hell you guys Goodies. ate for dinner man that makes us feel amazing it, it, it carries the magic of that wedding into the next day for us and it can benefit our families exactly. like we can exactly. take it home to our partner we can take it home to our kids we can take it home to whoever we've got at home yeah. 
and it 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 really spreads that love, and we really appreciate. And that it's kind funny of stuff. because um, one of my missions when I go to weddings is always bring back desserts for Sarah. Oh yeah, man. She loves cakes. She loves yeah. you know goodies and this that and is that. the number one benefit to any partner of a wedding photographer yeah. is to bring to you get wedding cake. Like who doesn't want wedding exactly. cake? Bring home wedding cake. And, so. and and one of the things that um, and. Yeah, we get tips and this and that, but honestly, yeah. like, if a client was to be like, "Hey, you know, um, we're gonna give you all this food," yeah. or would you prefer a tip? I'm like, honestly, yeah. dude, tip. I never ever expect a tip because right. my pricing is already high. Yeah, my tip is technically included in that. You uh, know can what I mean? stop you for a second? Yes. I'm gonna pause you this time. Yeah, I want you to know your pricing is not fucking high. No, you're it right. Is not compared high. to yeah, you're and, right. You're right, and you know. If given the ultimatum, like there's a, a, that's a do and don't, don't give me a fucking ultimatum between leftovers or a tip. Well, I'm just trying to be, you know, <laughs> but I, I hear what you're saying. It's re- I mean, the, the real talk, like, all right. So we just had a little bit of a technical difficulty. It's all good though. We're it's back. all good. We're back. Um, so what I was saying is, um, got to this wedding last, this this last summer. Yeah. Got to this wedding. Bride was hella late. When she got there, I helped her bring her bags in. Um, she was getting her makeup done. She started her makeup like an hour and a half, two hours late. Um, we had to be at the venue at a certain time, obviously like very, very, very behind. Yeah. Always fucking behind. This is weddings. It is. It just is what it is. But, um, while she was getting her makeup done, like she's in the beginning of stages of getting makeup done. There's really not a lot for me to cover here. I took a couple of shots of her getting it started. I took a couple shots of her. Uh, bridesmaids hanging around the hotel room. Um, there was a baby there. I took some shots of the baby with one of the bridesmaids. Um, I took shots of the dress. I got all of the shit done that I could do in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, man, I'm really thirsty. I really want some blah, blah, blah. And so I ran to Target. It was right next door. to. We were out by the airport, ran next door to Target, got some champagne, got some Sprite for her, got a couple of things, made sure that she, like, she had everything she needed. I brought it back. They turned up a little bit. They, you know, drank some champagne. Yeah. Um, she had her Sprite, so she was like... Is this all on your tap? Um, I Well, yeah. I ended up covering it. She said, she, you know, I'll Venmo you or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was like, don't worry about it. Like, just deal... You're already paying me $5,000. You're good. <laughs> it was... I mean, no, I, honestly. I, I'm not... I'm like... <coughs> on the real real. Yeah. Um. This client, I gave a really good deal on the wedding. It was kind of a homie. And I gave a really good deal um, to them on their wedding package in general. Yeah. But it was like, I mean, I went to I went to Target and spent $30 maybe. You yeah. Know, champagne, some Sprite, a couple odds and ends. Like, that $30 was worth their, like, creating a better experience for that bride. Yeah, exactly. Making sure she's comfortable, making sure that she is not worried about getting these odds and ends that she didn't have time to get mm-hmm. like that to me for my clients, not for contract, not for snapper, not for these other contracting companies that yeah. we work for. I'm not going to do that shit for them. I'm there. Oh, yeah, I'm there absolutely. to take pictures. I'm there to work the eight hours. I go home, I upload them. I'm done. But for my clients, I will hundred percent go above and beyond in any way, shape or form that I can to make sure that their day is as perfect and as like, worry-free as humanly mm-hmm. possible exactly so but anyway um i mean i we've talked about a lot this has been a whole wedding episode it has, it has we have talked been about a whole weddings wedding since the first moment 
we've had some technical difficulties. We've had some issues. Everything. We've had some apple juice. Lots of apple juice. Lots of apple juice. That's okay. Um, but it was a good episode. Um, it was good yeah, to talk man. to you. Um, I think we should probably wrap it up here. I think it's, so too. This is our it's, longest it's been, one uh, so far. Yeah, it has been. Um, so in typical fashion, um, first of all, one thing that I have not yet said in this episode that needs to be said to the people out there listening to this podcast, to the people out there that are fans of new wave media, to the people out there who support <laughs> us and love us, join the discord. I need you to click the link below. Join our Discord server. Help us get this thing rolling. We've got a couple of people. We've got a couple of people, um, like barely any people. Yo, real talk though. Shout out to um, Chris. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being such a support to us. You are awesome. Shout out to Ben for the feedback on every episode and for mm-hmm. watching every episode and letting us know what you think. Shout out to anybody else who is watching and not saying things. Um, even if you're watching, if you're pulling anything from this episode... We're having a blast. This is our fourth episode. We're having a blast, having a blast. doing this. Um, we've made some mistakes. We're learning from them, and that's okay. We're not yeah. beating ourselves up. We are stoked to be here. We're, we're stoked. We're beating ourselves up outside of these cameras. Yeah, y'all don't get to see us beat ourselves up. <laughs> really, really, I beat George up, but it's okay. I'm just kidding. It's, I'm just joking. We we don't take this. Somebody call CPS. We take this seriously. <laughs> we t- <laughs> Child Protective George, Services, George, for those of you who don't know. George needs an adult. <laughs> we take this shit seriously. Um, we have big dreams and big aspirations for this platform and what we're trying to build here. Um, and we're really thankful for those of you that are along the ride for us. We would love to have you in our discord. We would love to help Let's do have it. you help us build this community. Um, there's a lot more to come. There's a lot of big things to come. We've got people that we want to have on the podcast. We've got some guests coming. We've got some news coming. We've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. So stick with us. If you have any feedback, if you have any suggestions, like what do you want to listen to? What do you want to hear? Are you a model, photographer, videographer? What, you know, what would you like for us to dissect? Yeah. Cause like we're pretty knowledgeable on the things that we're talking about. And it's like, do you, are you a wedding client? You just want to know a little bit more about this, you know, what, whatever it is, just like it doesn't have to be on the Discord. It can be on Instagram. It can be yeah. on YouTube. It can be on TikTok. Yeah. Whatever it is, like just let us know. You don't even have to use your real name. Honestly, just whatever. <laughs> I mean, if, if you, you want to rec- if you want to record a clip and disguise your voice and just <laughs> I want to know about <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real though, we um we are all about engaging with our community, engaging with our audience and um we want nothing more than to grow this podcast and grow this community to benefit everybody around us as well as ourselves. So that being said, George, yeah. where can the people find you? Go to georgepadillaphotography.com slash links. You'll have everything from New Wave Media to my personal website to contact info to YouTube, TikTok, whatever it is, georgepadillaphotography.com slash links. Boom. Beautiful. Um, for me, you can find me at all of images, A-L-L-O-V-E images.com. Um, all of images on Instagram. Also, if you want to see something a little bit different from what I do for my clients, you can check me out at Wija Gone Wild, W-I-J-A-H, Wija Gone Wild on Instagram. I think that's it. It's been a pleasure, George. We have had a nighttime episode tonight. This has been a little bit different. This has been fun. I've enjoyed this, and I can't wait until our next episode next week. I agree. Awesome. All right. All right. Y'all have a good night.